Hi, my name is Andrew Agostiniak, and this is the Fueled by Why podcast. If you've never tuned in before, this podcast tells the stories of different individuals ranging from professional athletes to pastors to homemakers on their why in life, what keeps them motivated, and what keeps them fueled to keep going. Hopefully, by telling the stories of others, we'll be able to motivate you to do something that you enjoy in your life. If after we're done, you enjoy the show, please don't hesitate to leave us a five-star review and share us on your social media platforms. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, my name is Yvonne Hunter, and I'm with Platinum Home Warranty, a sponsor of today's show. If you've not heard of us, we're known for our in-house technicians and high customer service reviews. So check us out on our Facebook page or on our website to learn more about pricing and coverages. Hi, I'm Abe Bodden with Insurance Professionals of Arizona. If you feel like you need better service out of your current insurance or you're just simply seeing your premiums go up month after month, give me a call. You can reach me anytime at 480-254-1749. I'm also available via text if that's an easier option. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the rest of the show. Fueled by Y podcast here at Lister Pro Studio. In Mesa, uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a part one and a part two show today. Uh, my name is Andrew Agustiniak. If you don't know who I am or you've never tuned in, um, and I am the host of this show, branch manager of Gill Branch People's Mortgage, and a golf enthusiast. Fun fact: my eyes look super blue today. Like, do you see that? Oh my goodness, Amanda! I see it. Those things are freaking blue. Um, it's the lighting. I'm doing the, we're, we're trying this studio. I like this studio better. Um, but if, if you've never tuned into the Field by Y podcast, uh, this is a podcast that is to tell the stories or let individuals tell their stories, uh, their life stories of what they do, how they got there, but more so the why behind it all. Because the story is a story, but really the, the interesting driving factor in all of that is the why, how did that person get there? Why did they get there? Why did they travel across the country? Why, why, why did they do what they do? And that's what this is about. So thank you for, for tuning in. If you've listened on any of your podcast platforms, make sure to, to like us, um, share on your Instagram, whatever you can do. I don't really care how big this thing grows. It's just, it's fun. And I like people telling stories because if we take one story and motivate somebody else in life to improve their life, then that's cool. That's a cool thing to do. Uh, but we're gonna have part one and part two because we, Amanda is my guest today. I've known Amanda now for probably two, three years, two and a half, three years. Um, but she's in the Keys and I'm needing you to go to the beach. And so we had technical difficulties. So we're gonna go part one, 20 minutes, boom. And then we're gonna leave you hanging for part two either next week or the week after, whenever she has time. Um, but we're gonna leave you hanging, so here, that's my warning. And I'm just gonna stop it whenever I'm like, this is a good place to stop. So um, thank you to our sponsors. If you watched the beginning of the show, thank you to Platinum Home Warranty, Empire West Title, and A. Bodden from Insurance Professionals of Arizona for sponsoring. And obviously this show is brought to you by the Augustinian team at People's Mortgage. Um, rates are low, money's cheap, do something with it. Um, all right, so we're gonna get right into it. This week has been crazy. I don't know how it is for Amanda. I t- Amanda gets uh, so okay. So we're gonna we're gonna we're paint the picture. So I met Amanda three years ago. We'll say three. It was probably two and a half to three. I met her when I was at a different mortgage company uh, that was based out of Dallas. Amanda is from 
I know you're not from there, but you you're you live in there, you reside there. <laughs> and um, Amanda was referred to us. She owns FFAM. What does that stand for? It stands for Frost Financial Advising and Management LLC. So wow. now you know why I go by. <laughs> wow. I know it's a mouthful. How did you come up with that? Well, my maiden name was Frost, and it was always my dream to have a company with my dad never had boys. And so, um, he kept trying and trying and trying and trying. Um, he's still trying. Oh. <laughs> so my youngest sibling Bless is his heart. Um, five and I even have older sister. Um, so I was, you know, maybe I can continue the family name if I ever, you know, nobody ever thought I was very smart. And so I thought maybe, you know, one day I figure out maybe I'm smart with something and I can have a company and, and name it, Frost, and then the name will continue. It doesn't matter if you know we have the family line continuing. So, yeah, um, I found out I, I actually am very smart, and <laughs> so that's how I came up with the name. But yeah, it's a mouthful, so we had to shorten it to Fam. Fam, but it, we we call it Fam, right? Like, or you call I like call it fam, fam? Because I treat my clients honestly like family. I would do anything for them, <laughs> so it's kind of just a nice. You know, Which is true. You're on the you're on the podcast. We were running and we we had our time zones mixed up. We I think we are two hours behind Dallas. Yes, you are two hours behind Dallas. But I always forget that Arizona does not do daylight savings. Daylight savings. Oh yeah, that's weird. They need to get, they need to get rid of that. Or you guys can jump on board. One or the <laughs> other. <laughs> but. Well, I, I, I appreciate you making time today. And like I said, we're going to go, I'm watching the clock so you can get to the beach because you're in Florida for a couple of days and I want to let you you're enjoy yourself. Um, all right. So we met and I've worked with, with credit people in the past, obviously in mortgage, I see credit, tons of credit reports every single day. So Amanda flies in, she's the only person who's ever flown in just for this and she the thing with credit credit people is you know there's a lot of sell selling there's a lot of there's a lot of um i don't even know how would you describe it there's a lot of crap let's say that and so yeah and so you have a lot of people with bad experience i mean a lot of people uh um, a lot of people they, they they don't have good credit. A lot of people don't know how important credit is or how important the little things are to manage credit. And we'll do that. We'll talk about that with Amanda, probably in part two. We're gonna go story more today. And so, um, and a lot of people don't value credit, especially in the early years, right? When, they, when they're turning 18, 19, and they dig themselves sure. a hole. And when I met Amanda, Amanda talked in a different way. And it was more, we sat and talked for probably an hour at the office with uh, me and Mark, and and it was just Amanda talked from an educational uh, way of credit, um, a way that was specific to student loans and mortgages because those are the two main things that credit will affect in life. You know, car buying, you can find a way to get a car, but credit really does uh, impact your future and student loans and how you repay those. And Amanda has done personal work with some of our employees with their student loans and, um, and especially mortgage. I mean, I see people who have just been 
in a hole for 10 years and we send them to Amanda to, to get educated and also use her services as well. So there's, Amanda approaches it from a completely different way, which is what I appreciate because that's how I approach things is, is I don't, I don't like selling. I don't like pressuring anybody. Like I want you to come to me for um, my knowledge. I want to help you grow your portfolio of life. Your, you know, a house is an investment tool. It's not, I don't want, I don't care if you use me for the loan. I want to help you for the bigger picture, which is what Amanda does. So that's, that's why we've, we've always worked with Amanda, um, now for the past three years. And, and I don't look any other direction. We have somebody who needs help. Um, Amanda helps them and Amanda's team, Crystal, um, they help and they're freaking awesome. Um, and they actually, you know, do what they say they're going to do, but more so educate you for your future. If you just don't know, and a lot of, unfortunately in this world, education ed- educationally, they don't teach about these things. They don't teach about the, imp- the thing that actually drives your life. They don't teach it. And so that's where oh, Amanda, so important. And that's where Amanda comes in. So let's kind of rewind. We'll get, obviously we've kind of painted the picture. You own fam. Do we wait, really quick? We pronounce it fam, right? Yes, I pronounce it fam. Okay, fam. Okay. I'm a people pleaser, so I'm not offended. Um, somebody calls it FFAM or. Which F-A-M. is technically not wrong, but I no, never. No, it's not wrong. It's. I like fam. No. I like fam. I like fam too. I've never. Form, I but... never knew that. I just assumed. Um, all right, so paint your picture. So where do you come from? How do you? Obviously, in the title, we talk about you, you were a singer. You still do sing. Um, but paint the picture. Where do you come from? Wasn't it back east somewhere? Yes. So I grew up in Pittsburgh, um, a small town outside of Pittsburgh and big Italian family, all girls, um, kind of the black sheep of the family. And, um, I just, I wanted to just be good at something. I wanted something that was mine. Um, that separated me from, you know, that's part of being in a big family, ever, you know, especially middle child. Like I just wanted something that was mine. And my older sister is just brilliant and just the bookworm. And um, I thought maybe I could do sports. And I just, I tried out for everything. I was not good at anything. I just could not figure out my niche. And my mom finally said to me, you just need to pick one thing and practice it enough until you're the best. And it was right around the time I was maybe about eight or nine years old when the movie Bodyguard came out with Whitney Houston. Okay. Classic. And so um, she got me the cassette tape. This was before CDs. I'm aging myself here, but that's okay. Uh, so the cassette tape came out and I used to just lock myself in my bedroom and I would listen to Whitney Houston on the Bodyguard soundtrack over and over and over. Really? Um, until I could mimic her voice, not realizing that I was trying to, I just, I just loved it. I just said, okay, I'm going to practice something since I'm not good at anything. And then um, eventually I sang in front of somebody and they went, oh my gosh, you, uh, you have a gift. And I hid it for a little bit and then I realized it's not something you should hide. And I started sharing it. And before you knew it, I was doing some pretty cool stuff. Um, but then as I started to get older, I realized that I had a passion for math. I mean, like a huge passion. Like I would stay after class. I would get all my full semester worth of math homework out of the way. Like first day of school, I'd go in and be like, give me all my homework for the whole year for math. I would just get so excited over it. Um, but my family was, 
it was kind of on the back burner because my family was so excited that I had this gift for, for voice that they really thought that that was going to be kind of my lifelong career. So okay. that's what I ended up going into for a profession that it's, that's what I went to school for. I went to an arts conservatory and thought that that would be my, my whole future. Um, and I did it professionally on, to me, a large, I mean, to most people, unless you're, you know, you have a, a platinum album or something, you're not a professional, but to me, I've made my goals for sure. So that's kind of how I left Pittsburgh. There really wasn't much more for me to do there. I had already reached the peak of what I could do in that realm of singing and everything else that comes in that arts territory, acting and film, commercial, all that stuff. What was your, in singing, what was like the coolest, like what was a few cool things you got to perform at or, or crazy things? Oh or? my gosh. Um, well, we had the Sound of Music tour that came through Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgh Musical Theater, and I was I was the lead role for that, Maria Von yeah. Trapp. Um, and I played opposite. They brought in an actor from Broadway. So that was kind of a big deal. Wow. And Can we find that video? I don't know if you can find it. I don't. I don't know that they allowed any recording, just like musicals yeah. on Broadway. I don't know they allowed. And you could probably find newspaper clippings for sure <laughs> um, if you could recognize me back then. Um, I did most of my bigger stuff once I got to Texas. Um, I have. Oh my goodness, I have done a lot of stuff. I before. I left the industry to start into what I'm doing now. Um, I was doing a soft record with Toby Keith. We were trying to get the new Cowboys anthem together. And so I was going to be the female vocals on that record. Um, I was actually a co-host on Fox Sports while we were doing that work. And I got that job through my voice. Um, that didn't work out. I ended up going a different route with my life, but I also did a lot of other stuff with the Cowboys. So a lot of their post game shows, a lot of Thanksgiving, like I think last year I'm looking over at my husband cause it's his birthday today. So Happy birthday. You're the best. I owe you. Um, but we've, I think last year was the first Thanksgiving that in a while that I haven't spent at the Cowboys stadium. Cause I do a lot of their post game shows. Um, a lot of charity. Um, who's the, I know some celebrities. Who's that? Mark Cuban. I did Mark Cuban's charity event. No way. Yeah. It's it's so just, it's interesting because you're right. You know, a lot of people think like the only thing to make it is is getting an album, but like that's you did you've done so many cool things that most people would dream of doing. Yeah, and that's just the tip. Like I that's I don't even there's a lot of really cool stuff, but I I don't know. I get sad sometimes talking about it because I feel like it's in the past. And so like every once in a while, I'll have a little memory pop up and I'm like, oh, that must be someone else's memory. And then I think about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, that was me. I did that. I did that. I just don't really talk about it or put it out there that much. It's just kind of something private. I tuck away and go, okay, that's something really cool that I did. And then I just kind of move on what? about my life. What have you learned from that side of your, like, your life as far as like, because obviously there's there's nerves and anxiety for a lot of people who don't, you know, you said you hit your voice for a while. Um, and I think in life and in business and in many things, people hide, you know, their true selves or um, their gifts. 
um, like how, what would you say to an individual like who may be experiencing that or like what, and lead that into what have you learned from that side of your, your life? Well, that's a, I'm so glad you asked that question because for the hardest period of my life of coming out of college and sitting there with all of this student loan debt and realizing that, you know, maybe this wasn't the right path for me, not because I was, I was successful at it, but I wasn't happy. And yeah. there's, there's a difference. Um, and I was raised, you not, you know, work is work. You might do what you enjoy, but you don't necessarily have to love what you do. It's, it's called work for a reason, but there was something missing. And so I was sitting there going, you know, I have all this student loan debt. Was it a mistake? Like the day I told my math teacher, I was going to school for, for vocal and theater and not mathematics. I thought she was going to cry. Um, there was just something missing, but the longer my early twenties went on, I'm sitting there with this student loan debt and I started getting out there and doing other things. I realized that pushing myself out of my comfort zone and going to school for something like that actually set me up for what I do now, even though it's a completely different field. Um, even being on here with you this morning, I mean, I, I didn't, think twice about it or, or getting on stage for the, you know, the Dallas Margarita Ball, which to us is like our, our, our biggest event of the year. You know, we have, I don't know, 13,000 people and some, it's not that I don't enjoy it. This is going to sound really bad for whoever hires me for those events, <laughs> but sometimes on stage, I have to like think of something to wake myself up because really? like, I kind of want to like take a nap because I'm like, oh, it's the same songs. It's the same. I don't even think twice about it because it's just repetition. You get up there and you do the same thing over and over and you go through a certain type of training that teaches you to be in front of people. And the biggest thing it teaches you, which I think led me to realizing that this wasn't for me in the way that I was doing it. And I needed to do something else with my life was it's not about you. That was the biggest takeaway for me. It's not about you. And I realized that that wasn't okay. I might be good at something, but what joy am I bringing to others? What am I you know, I'm getting up on stage. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because I'm making it about me. This isn't about me. I'm yeah. supposed to be bringing joy to, um, this bride and, and her, you know, groom, if I'm singing at a wedding, um, or if I've done countless funerals, um, big funerals. Okay. I'm here for, you know, this isn't about me. And I think once you take that step back and realize that it's not about you. It's about the people around you. That's the reason why you're there. Um, my nerves went away, but I figured that out at a pretty young age, which I think helped me excel. And now I use that with everything. I use it with my business. I use it with my, my personal relationships, conversations with strangers and friends. When you remove yourself from that equation and make it about the other people around you. Um, and college was able to do that for me too. So, I guess in a, in a sense, it did really take me going that path for me to get to here. Do you remember like so. the first time you realized that the, the, like the, like, is there a moment that you just remember that it all clicked? Um, I put, I put bits and pieces together, but it really wasn't until I moved to Texas right after graduating. Um, and I was with Fox sports and I had, this is why I never finished the song for the Cowboys. Um, Cause this kind of led into it, but okay. I had a photo shoot and it was a very demanding job. Um, 
I dare say, very mentally, emotionally, verbally abusive. Just you would have to to put yourself through that. You you have to be a, a certain personality. Um, and I thought I could, but going through that experience and you, you have to make it all about yourself. And I, I knew that there was some type of internal struggle to put yourself through that. Um, and I had a photo shoot in the, in one morning and it was on a lake and I had gotten in the water and swallowed some of the water. And there were, there was something in that lake water. And when I swallowed it, a couple of days later, it had gone into my organs and I started having liver failure. Um, and the whole production, everything just shut down. I could, I mean, I couldn't get out of bed much like COVID experience, which nobody knows about, but I guess they know now. Um, but I was bedridden. I thought I was going to die. I mean, it was just this huge, I had never had anything like that happen to me to where, you know, my whole life stopped like all these plans I had and the future ahead of me, I couldn't do any of it. Um, and I had a journal and I just laid there and wrote for months, um, lost, lost my job with Fox. I lost the opportunity with the Cowboys. I lost all of these things. And it was like a come to Jesus moment. And I think that that's when I started putting all the pieces together and going, what have I been doing? I'm not, it was almost like I was sad in a sense, but I was almost happy. Like it was almost like, golden handcuffs had been released yeah. from wrists. Like I needed something like that to happen to get me away because I was just so miserable. Um, and that, that ended up ultimately being when I go back and look at those journal entries, that's what it was. It was everything every day was all about me. I wasn't doing anything for the good of other people. And that obviously was something that was super important inside of me that I needed to do that I had been pushing away. And once I made that change, everything in my life changed for the better. So for me, that was the biggest moment. And I was you know, maybe, you know, I was, I was young, was well over 10 years ago. So it's like the, I think that the, the universe, change. the universe knew, and you are, you are a stubborn, hard worker. Oh <laughs> yeah. I was fighting it. I was one of those people, you know, people post those memes that say, you know, mind over matter, don't listen to your body. Your brain is stronger than your body. I still believe those things to a sense, but I pushed it to the brink. I mean, I pushed it to, to the point of, yeah, there was a, another power, whatever you may believe it is or whatever anybody listening thinks it is, but th that literally came in and was like, Amanda, oh no. you're done. <laughs> you're done. You're done. You have no choice. You're done. Um, and it's happened a couple times since then. Every time I veer off path, it brings me right back to there. Uh, so, yeah, I think that that, that was the biggest moment for me with I think, all of that. I think, and I'll be cutting that because I think, I mean, the the words that you speak, I think thousands and millions of people could, as much as many individuals are stubborn like you and myself, um, those are powerful words that, you know, a lot of people need to hear. A lot of people who are stuck in um, unhealthy relationships or unhealthy jobs or um, just stuck in drugs and alcohol, like anything that you can relate, like that relates to anybody who's just not in a position where their life is bringing them joy. And they uh, tell themselves, I don't have a choice. Like I used to say it all the time. Well, I don't have a choice. 
you do have a choice. You're just choosing, you know, because it's the unknown. The unknown is very scary. You're doing what you think you have to do, but you don't. And it, you know, you just you just got to make that jump, or something's going to happen to make you make that jump when you're not ready, and then you have to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> sink or swim. That's so powerful. <laughs> so. All right, we're going to wrap that. We're going to that's this is almost a great place to wrap it up so you can get to the beach and and celebrate with your husband who by the way, I know after I mean he's awesome for being understanding on his birthday, but more so I'm sure he's really proud of you for and I mean if you like I said if the if people listening to this and it'll be on record on on my Facebook and and it'll be on all the podcast platforms, but if you help two individuals out there and with those words and your experience and anybody can reach out to Amanda who needs help with, with credit or just life experience, like by all means. And, and, um, I think that, I think that's, that's, that's the awesome part. So I, hopefully this 30 minutes was, was worth it to hear that little part, but I'm going to say this, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. Part one, this is a little teaser 25 minute show, um, because I want to let you go. Um, a little dirt a little, a little drip of dirt. We're, okay, so we're going to, really quick, so what brought you to Dallas? My pursuit of vocal and theater performance. It's, can Dallas? I, okay, yeah, so here's here's how it happened. Okay. It's like a 30 second, I think I can squeeze it. Like okay, a that's right. This is a great, this is going to be a great cliffhanger. Okay, cool. So I had an audition in Los Angeles and I couldn't decide if I wanted to to go to New York or Los Angeles. Um, all of my vocal and, and theater teachers were telling me Los Angeles because apparently I don't have the body type for New York, which is in that industry, that's they, they just shoot you straight. Okay. Very expensive places to make those kind of mistakes. Okay. So um, I went to Los Angeles. On my way back, I had a long layover in Dallas and I had some friends that I had met on a shoot in the Bahamas that said, hey, you have a long layover, we'll show you around town. Got off the plane, they showed me around town. There was an audition going on in downtown Dallas um, for this big play they were they were auditioning for. And I'm like, well, I'll go in and just see what the theater you know, is like in, in Dallas. I walked in, um, I read for just a small part just to see what it was like. And the director came in and said, can you please lead for or read for the leading role? And I read for it, but I told him I'm, I'm not from town. And um, he pulled me aside and said, I'd, I'd like to give you this leading role. And I went and got my bags and I never went back to Pittsburgh. Why I did, stayed. You stayed that trip? You didn't even go back? Like and, No, I never went back. Wow. I never went back. And then you've been in Dallas ever since? I've been in Dallas ever since. Okay. All right. That's where we're stopping. That's it. And then part two, we'll figure out part two and we'll we'll properly correlate a time with our time differences, um, either next week or the week after, whenever it works with Amanda. We're going to let Amanda choose the day and time since we had a little screw up today and she did me a favor. Her husband did me a favor. Um, but part two is going to be Amanda's in Dallas now. And how do we get to this career of of arts is, is, is singing and performing. And that's going to lead into how does that get to a, the owner of fam, a credit education and, and restoration company. And which are two completely different like things in life, but you are a math person. So this is where it all going to tie together and, and more so meeting 
meeting the husband and um, and then just the overall why and how does this journey take place. So part two is going to be what happens in Dallas and how does that equal creating a credit company and other probably companies because I know you're involved in a few other things and your guys's journey of of the whole um, uh, moving thing and it, remember the whole that whole thing that you guys do. I don't know if you still oh, yeah. do. I don't think you still do it, but um, Amanda was a part of the coolest like living in different houses. I some really cool ways to make things happen. Yeah, I she has some crazy <laughs> ways to make money, save money. Like yeah. it, it's going to get intense on the neck on part two. That's where we get into credit, money, living in mansions at like $1,200 a month. Like it's going to get crazy. Part two, Amanda Jackson, Amanda, go to the beach. Thank you, husband. You're the best. Happy birthday. And we, everybody have a wonderful weekend. This is part one. It's a teaser because it's going to get intense. Thank you. Thank you, sponsors, Platinum Home Warranty, Empire West Title, and Insurance Professionals of Arizona. You are awesome. Amanda, you are awesome. Farai, my production manager is awesome. Let's have a great three-day weekend. Go relax. Don't work as much as you can. Amanda knows knows from experience, and she's going to go relax a little bit, but she did us a favor. So everybody have a great week. Let us know if you need anything, and we'll catch you with Amanda on part two.